As parents, we need to be more involved in the educational process of our children. Welcome to Chalk Talk with your host, Eric Hamilton. The three pillars of Eric's approach to parent engagement are academics, accountability, and advocacy, which empower parents to better support success at the child, school, and system level. And now, here is Eric Hamilton. Hello, America and listeners around the world. Welcome to Chalk Talk. My name is Eric Hamilton, and I have an outstanding show for you tonight. Tonight, we are going to talk about a very timely topic. How do we define your child's school goals? This is the month of September, and in the month of September, we are generating a lot of positive energy around back to school. We are talking about the school year. We are bringing a lot of enthusiasm into the school year. So tonight's show, we are going to talk about how you as a parent, as an engaged parent, as an empowered parent, what are some of the things that you should be doing right now in order to facilitate a great year, an outstanding year? I want to welcome new listeners to the radio show, and I want to give you an opportunity to find out briefly again uh, what this show is all about. This is a unique opportunity for parents who come from different walks, different backgrounds, to utilize the power of the internet to connect with each other, to come up with solutions, and to move the conversation forward around how can you be the best parent? My background is one where I bring a lot of experience around classroom, a lot of experience around engaging parents. The purpose of this show is to empower you as a parent. It's designed to get you to take some action. My job is to create a, an atmosphere and an environment that will facilitate some good conversations. One of the strong conversations that we will have tonight will be around how do you set goals for your child. And despite wherever you are, despite where you are in this uh, K through 13, which I'll talk about briefly, there are three words that clearly define what is parent engagement. If you not, did not have an opportunity to listen to my show last week, I ask that you go back, log on to voiceamerica.com, look at, uh, listen to the first show, which is what is parent engagement. I strongly believe in these three words around parent engagement, academics, accountability, and advocacy. And those are three guiding principles that are highly effective around how you as a parent, despite whatever challenges that you may feel that you have, you can guide the conversation and be an effective parent. Education is a very interesting, um, very interesting topic, one that I think is worthy of your time and your ability to connect with me by radio. If you would like to be able to participate in this conversation, I ask for you to please call 1-888-396-9141. That's 1-888-396-9141. 4941 I'm sorry 41 please give me a call I would love to hear your thoughts around parent engagement I would love to hear 
feedback that you may have around much of the conversation and the topics that we're going to talk about this evening. Before I get into the show and we talk about this issue around goals, I want to say, just as any other industry, to be effective, it all boils down to your level of trust. Who do you trust? Who do you have that ability to go to when you need information about how to solve a problem? I am, again, amazed at the number of industries that are out there where we have the ability to trust financial advisors. We have the ability to trust medical professionals. We have the ability to trust uh, people who work on automobiles. We have this wide ranging ability to connect. But in education, education is one of those interesting fields where it is really about this relationship this ability to connect with people and then be patient looking for results. And in America, we have this K through 13 process where it literally takes 13 years to produce results. So you have to be patient when you're dealing with this particular topic. This is a topic that I think tonight you will really get some, some good takeaway information. So we talked about what is parent engagement. Tonight's show is about what can you do in order to set goals? There has been much talk around how to successfully prepare your child for the long race, which is starting in kindergarten all the way up until 12th grade. There has been a lot of research that I've had a chance to be a part of I've had a chance to actually see in the classroom. I want to quote a study uh, research done by so many different institutions uh, in the United States and abroad. I want to quote a, a particular study from the Thomas Fordham Institution. And they have come out with a study that was done in 2015 around the importance of what many in the industry refer to as grade level reading. Grade level reading is such an important part that I don't understand why, as an educated society, that we don't push that more. We don't get parents to talk about that more, particularly our K through five parents. There's so much research that indicates that. And, and, I, and by the way, I also have this. I've talked about it in previous shows. I've also written about it in my book, What Every Parent Needs to Know About Academics. But there's so much research and so much evidence around the idea of how, what can we do as a school, as a society to ensure that students are reading on a third grade level by the third grade. There has been so many studies indicated that if a child does not have that ability to reach that particular goal, that it really sets up for many difficult hardships down the road, specifically when we get to middle school, where the texts begin to increasingly in difficulty, as well as when we get to high school, because not being able to read is is does unbelievable damage to self-esteem for students that are developing. 
we know this information, but we don't put it out there as well as we should. And that's why Chalk Talk allows for you that space to be able to hear things from an educator, from someone who has done research and who also has the ability to share personal stories around why that's so important. So if you look at this Institute report, it says that essentially it's not not rocket science that that K through three is probably the most critical error uh, area rather that you have as a parent to start identifying goals. All of the teacher parent conferences from K through three, all of the back to school night programs, all of these things. Are, are your time, if, if this particular uh, um, topic applies for your child, to really start, how do we address this issue? How do we get to this issue? Um, I want to talk about a couple of things in regards to personal experiences that I've had. Uh, there was a program uh, that is still out there. It's called the Accelerator Reader Program. Uh, my daughter personally participated in this program when she was in the first and second grade. My daughter attended an Atlanta public school system, Warren T. Jackson, and they did a test pilot program around the accelerated reader. And it was a brilliant program because what it essentially did, it allowed students to read, to have words actually spoken to them, as well as to get them literally reading on a level that was what I would call fast and furious, meaning there was quite a culture around how to get students to read, get them excited, get the class in, in excited around this idea of reading for enjoyment as well as for literacy. And I remember uh, the, the, the school implementing this program, and I was amazed at how my daughter would come uh, home, would, would read the information and would actually enjoy reading it. And I can see the benefits of her today. She is a highly affluent reader. She doesn't sometimes always read the things that I, as a educated parent, would want her to read in terms of the, the academic stuff. But she is a, a, a very well-rounded student as well as someone who is reading where she should be. The AR Reader Program by Renaissance Learning. So if there's anybody out there from Renaissance Learning, I really, really recommend that program. The other thing that I think that is worth talking about is used to be a time in American education where students would take a standardized test and that standardized test would be something that would be measured against another student. And some systems still do that. Some have abandoned that particular um particular approach. But there is a group. Um, I've used my own assessments uh, from a company called Let's Go Learn. Let's Go Learn is based in the California area, I think somewhere in the San Francisco area. I had an opportunity while I was away from Chalk Talk to open a tutoring business where I had an opportunity to test students. I had a chance to assess reading levels. And I was amazed at how the instruments, the actual assessments have progressed so much more than they were when I was a student, as well as some of the traditional assessments that school systems use. 
And I raved about this particular assessment tool. It is something that a parent can easily order for their child. But what I really enjoyed about the Let's Go Learn product was that it was interactive. It was clear. It didn't require a a reading specialist or someone with a PhD to interpret. I was really, really impressed by that. So impressed that I purchased a, a packet and I began to assess students. And what I realized is, is that once a child gets past third or fourth grade, you can clearly see that there are patterns that are developing. They don't get the inference skills. Their vocabulary words may not be a, a grade appropriate. And I noticed that it really stemmed from this uh, lack of, of reading, this lack of exposure to challenging text. So it's really important as a parent to find effective tools that you can find that can actually boost your child's reading level. I think reading is such a fundamental aspect to education that we can't talk enough about it. Many parents are trying to find quick solutions. We want uh, individuals to help us with grades. Many individuals will promise quick fixes. But in reality, the work starts at a very early age and it starts around your ability to find things that are interesting, things that you want to read about. So I have a lot of, of, of experience around developing positive environments in order to get your child to read. The last thing before I take my first break, some of the schools around have uh, these programs called summer reading. I truly believe in summer reading. Uh, I've seen the fruits uh, of the hard work that what summer reading will produce over years. Many students don't particularly like it because it requires them to read different texts, different pieces, but something that you can do, uh, parents, that will truly make a difference is while you're getting prepared to have fun for a summer break, and I know we're going back to school now, so it's kind of awkward, it's really important to try to find time to put a book in their hand that might push the envelope around vocabulary as well as reading level. We're going to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how do we do that, uh, developing a relationship with your school librarian, and some other fascinating things. So please hang in, and we're going to go back and uh, have some more engaging talk or chalk talk. what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com It's time to eradicate barriers that are holding you back in your relationships and your life. Start by embracing the concept of laughing loudly and loving deeply. Coincidentally, that's the name of a highly anticipated new show featuring host Dr. Faith Brown. She'll talk with life experts or life spurts in order to help you develop your own vision plan for better relationships and experiencing the ultimate enjoyment in life. Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith can be heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
How are you doing in your life? Do you control your life or does it control you? In our hectic, overconnected world, do you spend too much time feeling tired and wired? Tune in to Master Your Life with hosts Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin for inspiration, insight, and intelligence on how to gain control of yourself and your life. Along with some inspirational and knowledgeable guests, Leah and Howard will give you the tools needed to help you on your journey. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. You are listening to Chalk Talk with Eric Hamilton. We want to hear from you during today's show by phone or by email. Please call into the program at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Or send an email to schoolwise at yahoo.com. That's S C H O O L W H Y S at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Chalk Talk. My name is Eric Hamilton, and I am having a conversation tonight around defining school goals. Um, I chose this particular topic because the school year every month has a particular energy that's going on in the building. And regardless of where you are right now, we are in the month of September we are in a time when we are attempting to come up with some kind of goal that perhaps we didn't meet last year. And parents right now, as we speak, are walking into buildings. They are picking up their child and they are asking them, how was your day today? Part of what Chalk Talk is all about is trying to inspire parents to do more, to be more than just simply a drop off and pick up parent. We need parents that are engaged. School systems oftentimes lack the resources or direction around how to best support parents because we live in an unbelievably complex world today with a lot of moving parts and with a lot of demands. So this show is designed specifically to give you, the parents, some ideas, some thoughts because I want you walking into a school having some ideas, having some plans as to what you want to do. Before the break, we talked about the importance of reading, and we we believe that uh, reading is such an important part that you should go out and do your own research around what ways, if you think that your child is not reading on, to, on grade level, what can you do? I talked about the AR program, which is by Renaissance Learning. I've had amazing results with their program. I've also talked about a online tutorial or it's, it's not a tutorial, but it's an assessment around reading and how interactive it was. And I can tell the listening audience that this is truly a game changing assessment tool. Part of one of my shows, uh, I'm going to, uh, you can check out, uh, the shows that I have on 
Chalk Talk Radio XYZ, you will see that I'm going to interview the owner and founder of a company called Let's Go Learn. And I think that they are truly a game changer in terms of this piece around assessments. And many people who who know education know that many school systems have not updated their assessment tool. So if they have not done it because of costs, then what are you supposed to do as a parent? And that's why I think that, that this particular topic is such an important topic. So please be on the lookout for the interview with the owner of Let's Go Learn. So we're talking about goals. The first part of the show, we talked about academics. And if you, again, read my book, What Every Parent Needs to Know About Academics, you will know that academics is the foundation for academic success. It's the uh, foundation for both middle as well as high school and, and even into college. That oftentimes those students who lack the skills to get through, it's not because they're intellectually not ready. It's because they lack the skills in order to get through to the next level. So whether you are a high performing student or you're a student that is struggling, it's really important to be able to assess and get your reading scores by by the school. Really important. So one of your goals as a parent is to be able to make sure that, hey, I want to find out where my child is reading and what can we do about it? That's number one. Number two, accountability. Accountability is a very uncomfortable conversation for both teachers as well as for parents. It's really, really hard to try to hold someone accountable. I was talking with the parent about a challenging situation that they have with their own child, and they were uh, struggling around how do you hold a school system accountable? I work two part-time jobs. I drop my child off. I don't really have the wherewithal nor the power to, quote, hold a school accountable. So we're going to talk about how do you hold a school accountable or what can you do? And what do I, what do I mean by holding them accountable? It's really important in the beginning of the year, this particular month, it's important to take time to develop a relationship with your child's teacher. Some kind of way, whether it be back to school night, whether it be through a drop-in visit, it's really important during this time of the year to be able to be seen, to, to identify yourself, to say, hey, I'm here to support you teacher. I know what you're going through. I know the struggles that you go through. It's really, really important to develop those relationships. So accountability. So you need to ask yourself while you are in the act of parenting, which is a very, very difficult job, what is your relationship with your child's teacher or teachers? Regardless if you're at the K through five, the middle school or high school, what kind of relationship do you have? Would you say it's a good relationship? Would you say it's a bad relationship? Or would you say whatever? If depending upon how you answer those questions, you really need to take the time to reflect around what can I do to actually work with my child's um, teacher? What, what can I do? You have to be more than just a drop off parent. You have to be more. Why? Because your child's education your child's academic skills, your child's social skills are all depending upon 
you being there, being present, doing what you need to do in order to create a good environment. I know as a classroom teacher, I try my best to make myself available. We have this thing called the Internet now, and the Internet allows for us to be able to share research as well as learn about perhaps topics that we may not have known about education. So it's really empowering as a teacher when I have a parent that comes in is asking about learning styles, when I have a parent that is curious about seat location and where it matters in the classroom and what my child is doing, I really light up when I have a chance to talk about a parent who has done some research around how is this thing called learning? What does this thing called learning look like in, in modern times? So it's really important that you make visits. Very important that you schedule times just one-on-one throughout the year. Uh, make sure that you're able to you know, schedule a visit with your teacher. Realize that teachers are incredibly busy. Realize that they're probably going to meet you on time that is being spent for something else. But definitely make a visit. And sometimes if you develop a good relationship also for your child, don't bother or, or don't hesitate rather to to come in and make a surprise visit. Surprise visits are uncomfortable, but they truly bring the level of accountability up in the conversation. It truly makes a difference for your child as well as the teacher to know that you're in the building, that you care about what's going on. And don't be afraid to schedule some type of a of a conference. And don't always it doesn't always necessarily have to be about your concerns, but also it could be about something that you saw positive, something that you see, because oftentimes teachers don't get enough praise for the work that they do. So make sure that on back to school nights that you're present, make sure that you're asking more questions uh, there's there's nothing more disturbing, and I, I can't count the number of teacher-parent conferences I've been in or back-to-school nights when we've been in school for a session, and a parent will come up to me and they say, well, how's my child doing? What, what grade do they have? And I'm thinking, you know, there's more to life than just grades. Um, I know we live in a competitive environment, but you should be asking other questions than just about grades. Grades are important. Grades simply indicate work. And, and, and the level of skill set. But you should be asking more questions than that. You should be talking about their social skills. How, how social is my child in the classroom? Do they make friends very well? Are, my, are they, you know, is my child by themselves a lot of times? How is that social interact? Very important. Always you want to check in on behavior. Is my child's behavior appropriate? And the other thing is, do you see any leadership potential in my child? Does my child want to, you know, uh, volunteer to do things? Are they a leader in the classroom? Do they want to be the voice of reasoning? Do they want to be the, the a calm presence? Or is your child the antagonist in the classroom? Is your child the one that's consistently causing problems? Is your child the source of drama? Those are the kinds of questions that we as parents and as well as teachers, you want to know. You really want to know. Oftentimes, we get conditioned to just talk about grades, talk about grades. There's nothing wrong with grades. Grades are important, but there literally is more to the conversation. 
And I also don't want to leave out another group of people that that you should be forming. This should be your goal to form a relationship with. You also want to form a relationship with your your school librarian, your school librarian, I think, as well as the custodial staff are some of the most hardworking, underrated people in the schools. And I'll tell you why. If you're dealing with an issue around reading and you really are concerned that, hey, I think that my child's reading scores has come back and I'm not really sure on how I want to address this. I challenge you to go talk to the school librarian. Why? Because they know all of the books. They know they stock the shelves. They are the ones that are always on the front line of promoting literacy. We live in a day where technology is the driving force in our society. More students have a cell phone in their hands than they do a book. It's really important for you to counteract this overly focus on technological skills, which definitely play a part in our society. But there's nothing that quite can compare a student reading a book or getting that aha moment when they read a particular classic. Unfortunately, I won't say unfortunately, but I'm, I tend to be more of a classical reader. Uh, some of the classical readings that I've had, and I'm always judging what people should know based off of my, what I would say, a classical background. You don't necessarily have to read all of the Shakespeare classics. You don't necessarily have to read uh, Canterbury Tales, although I highly recommend those because I think they're good works. But your school librarian would be able to direct you around your child's interests. So you definitely want to try to form that relationship. And oftentimes we don't think about that, about how we can make relationships work. Last but not least, the school administrators, the school leaders. Those are the individuals, again, that if I were trying to to determine long term, you really want to have a good working relationship with them, a good positive relationship with them. You want to be able to have that space for them as school leaders to tell you should something that you need to know about your child, whether it be behavior, whether it be something inappropriate with technology, or even having that space for them to call or to say something positive about your child. It's really important. School leaders are are truly um, the workhorse of the school uh, industry. They do a lot of things to support teaching and learning inside the classroom. So it's really important for you to develop those kinds of relationships. One, try to do something well for uh, or or speak to uh, teachers. Make sure that you're visiting with them. Second, make sure that you have developed a culture around going to the school library. Try to find out how your what your child's reading level is, what they're interested in. Most schools are well equipped and they usually do testing uh, twice a year to figure out where you're you're reading. And second and third, make sure that in the midst of you developing these positive relationships around accountability, you've also taken the time to, to, to speak to a school administrator because they often have a very difficult job And they often work in isolation where they're forced to have to make some very, very tough decisions. So 
when we look at this grand scheme that we, we're talking about, there's the academic piece, which you do have some control over. And then there is the accountability piece. And, and trust me when I tell you, these things, these relationships have the ability to hold out through the long nine-month process. Education is a very draining, draining process. It takes so much energy for nine months to consistently be there for your child, to consistently be the voice of reasoning, to, to be that picture of how we want young adults to eventually turn out. It's a very, very long, long process. Most individuals, and which I hate to hear, they say, well, you teachers, you get the summers off. Well, if you knew what we did during the school year, you would understand why we need those summers off because we have to be able to recharge ourselves because the school year can be very, very long. These relationships that we're talking about, if you can begin to start building and making them a positive relationship, I do believe they're going to help you develop long-lasting relationships that's going to ultimately get you through the school year. So, in my parent engagement approach, I have uh, talked a great length about the academic I've talked about accountability. When I come back from my break, I want to talk and close out the show around the advocacy piece. The advocacy piece is a topic that oftentimes you hear bits and pieces on the news. You hear parent groups that form in order to take action. You hear a lot of different things. And I want to talk to the parent that may not be organized, the parent that may not be a part of any group or club, because you are your child's best advocate, regardless of what anyone says, regardless of the level of education that you have or may not have. You are your child's best advocate. When I come back from my final break for the evening, we're going to talk about how to be a good advocate for your child. Thank you. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse? You don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore. Listen for Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa overcame struggles in her own life. Two decades of sexual, emotional, and physical abuse nearly took their toll. In her 20s, she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others. She can help you find the key to take control of your life, too. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you a spiritual seeker? Have you always pondered the deeper questions in life? Have you looked at many spiritual paths and found some answers but are looking for more? The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse, brings you each week practical spiritual teachings and tools that promote self-mastery, higher consciousness, and the opportunity to connect with the Ascended Masters. Join Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy as we explore the universe of spirituality. Live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Empowerment Channel. Have you become a member yet? 
Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. You are listening to Chalk Talk with Eric Hamilton. We want to hear from you during today's show by phone or by email. Please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to schoolwise at yahoo.com. That's S-C-H-O-O-L-W-H-Y-S at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Chalk Talk. My name is Eric Hamilton, and I am having a conversation with America tonight around this time of the year. This is the goal-setting time of the year, and I am trying to link these three powerful words, uh, academics, accountability, and advocacy, around what you can do as a parent. It is my personal belief that not unless you are fortunate to to know someone in education or not unless you are a highly, what I would say, a highly engaged parent. Some of these these um, topics that I'm talking about, you may or may not be focused on. Again, that's the beauty of this show. And if those that are listening, if you believe that this show can benefit a, a, a family member, a friend, anyone that you know, please recommend them to listen to the show as well as to go to Voice America, uh, click on Chalk Talk, go to the Empowerment Channel and listen to these shows because I think they will give you, the parents, something to listen to as well as to give you some guidance. And I can't tell you how incredible that uh, power is. Uh, That's why I'm on the Empowerment Channel. This show is designed specifically around how to get you as the parent to do something. And you will hear me keep saying that. That's because it's important for that's happening. I have been into schools and I see where just the opposite is happening, where parents are defeated. They're demoralized. They're overworked. They're stressed. They lack the desire to support. They feel intimidated by school leaders. They feel intimidated by teachers. They themselves have had bad academics experiences and they really want the best for their child but they don't know how and using the power of internet this medium that we have allows for us to listen to it play it back again and have the ability to actually interact with me uh, by by calling in before the break we were talking about the power of advocacy And I have been a part of school systems where I'm amazed at the parenting power. I'm amazed at how some parents will use this power, this this ability to connect. During this time of the year, it's really important, again, for you to try to establish some goals. Depending upon if you're a high school parent where you are looking at your child getting ready to graduate, if you are a middle school parent that is simply trying to get through the difficult, awkward years that middle school creates, or if you're just getting started, the 13 years that education produces 
or, or, or requires rather, is a very, very difficult challenge. So Chalk Talk, again, is that space that we can go to in order to seek some solutions. How do you become an advocate for your child? You have to learn how to engage in effective conversations. You have to know when to come to school in a huff. You have to know when to come to the school with donuts. You have to be able to multitask and understand your audience and know who you're talking to and what disposition that they're going. Oftentimes I see parents that are truly outgunned and outmatched. They come to the school, they try to intimidate individuals, but they oftentimes create very dysfunctional relationships for their child. Being an advocate is someone who is in a position to communicate, look at data, talk to uh, the highly educated people who are in the building who have the ability to determine or persuade where they should go. I'll give you a classic example. There is a parent that I had an opportunity to work with the child's um, reading level. Uh, the young man was going into the fourth grade, although he was reading on a first grade level. He was a larger guy. He was a little bit more physically developed um, as a third grader. So he was becoming, you know, a rather large young, young, young boy. And he was not reading at the level that he should have been. So his mom came to me and asked me about what did I think around him either having to be retained in the third grade or be promoted to the fourth grade. And we debated. And I remember the, the, the agonizing conversations that we had because on one hand, and, and if, again, if this applies to you, you will definitely understand this awkward situation that a lot of parents find themselves. She did not want her son to be ostracized because she or because he was so such a large student for his age, but yet not be able to read with the appropriate grade, which would have been fourth grade. Or she did not want him to be retained to be with the third graders where he would then be ostracized again. So she had to make a very difficult call. She didn't just want to pass him, her, her son along, but she also felt like being in a, in a grade and not being able to have the skills was going to be more detrimental because self-esteem at that age is critical. It's really important to make sure that self-esteem issues are being addressed. So I, I attempted to coach the parent to try to get the parent to understand what did she think was best? What did she think was the best outcome for her son? She made a very difficult decision and she decided to move the son to the fourth grade. She hired a couple of tutors who work specifically around uh, speech, uh, who, who focus specifically on literacy. And she actually used some of the products that I had to help some of my my um, tutors, you know, reach young individuals using flashcards and very colorful, interactive things. But at that particular time, she was truly at that she had gone from a, a mother, a concerned mother. She had the ability to try to work with the school system in order to advocate for what was best. 
if she were a um, if she attempted to use her power and her influence against her son's interests by bullying or by blaming teachers, I think the school would not have been in a position to try to work and be reasonable. So it's very important to realize what an advocate is. An advocate is someone who has the ability to look at data, to take input from other individuals and make an informed decision. Not what the parent wants, but what's best for that child. And that is an incredible, incredible job to be able to do. So these stories that I'm sure you, the listening audience, you have, you have countless stories. It's important for us to be able to hear and share those stories. If you have something that you would like to call in, you can definitely call in or you can um, send an email uh, to ChalkTalkRadio uh, at Yahoo.com. You can call in or send an email to that particular website and uh, email address and we can read your um, comments or your questions on air. It's really important for us to remember, and as we talk about the variety of different techniques that I've had tonight, we've talked about the importance of, of reading. I don't want to discount the importance of mathematical skills because we definitely live in a society where math is a pressing subject, but reading is such a fundamental uh, issue or, or skill set, rather, I felt like it's important for us to be able to address those issues because reading sets the stage up for success. I talked about the Let's Go Learn um, component, which is an assessment, the AR Reader program, which again is by Renaissance Learner. So if you want to know more about that, please Google AR Accelerator Reader program. We also talked about uh, the value of summer reading programs. Those of us who are looking forward to summer, sometimes we often forget that there's this thing called the brain drain where students will turn off their part because they're just so excited to be a part of uh, the summer vacation and they don't want to do anything, which I totally understand. But parents, it's very important for you to do that. All of these decision makers and these goals that we're talking about on this show tonight happens in the month of September. October will be here soon. We will start getting into testing season. It's really important to go ahead and start making some strong goals. We also talked about the accountability piece, making sure that you do more than just ask about grades, making sure that you are aware that kids not only grow academically, but they grow socially knowing that you have the ability to check and ask questions about behavior, asking questions about uh, signs of leadership skills. Um, it's really important for you to be able to do that. And it's also important for you to be able to, to form good relationships this month, the month of September. It's really important for you to develop good relationships with your, um, your obviously your teachers Second, the school library, if you have issues around reading, because they know their books, they know the levels, uh, you'd be surprised of just how far um, librarian science, forgive me if I messed it up, librarian science has progressed, and you have the ability to form that relationship because they often really promote literacy. 
as well as the ability to develop positive relationship with school leaders because they are um, they do amazing stuff behind the scenes that many people don't see. And when they make a mistake, the whole the whole world jumps on them and, and criticizes them. So you want to be able to d- develop those positive relationships this this month in the month of September. As I conclude the show tonight, I want to end with this particular thought. And I want to say one, America, that I definitely need you. I need you to participate, to be interactive, to be able to share stories. Um, Would definitely need you to participate in that regards. Parenting is the hardest job the world has ever known. Being a parent is actually, I think, one of the most challenging things that you can do in one's life. There's no handbook. There's no rule book. There's no one that will always congratulate you when you do it well. Oftentimes when parents don't do it well, society will let you know in some form or fashion. But parenting is very challenging. It takes 13 years in order for a child to go through the educational process in America. It takes 13 years. In those 13 years, there are many highs and lows. There are many things that occur. There are setbacks. There are challenges. All types of things happen over those 13 years. As a parent, you need to be uh, mindful that you need to be a present parent as much as you possibly can because your child later on in life will thank you for all the hard work that you did to get them to where they are. There are social challenges, there are academic challenges, and there's the challenges that life actually throw to us. Chalk Talk, again, is that space for us to be able to put out for the world to see that we want to be an empowered, engaged parent. I challenge you this week, do something differently, get outside your comfort zone, Say hello to that teacher that you may not have a good relationship with and start developing some positive relationships. Until next time, America, be strong and take some positive steps for your child. See you next week. you again for joining us for Chalk Talk. Please join Eric Hamilton again next Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for more of everything that parents should know about school.